Kira, thank you so much for joining us on Intuition, Your First Sense. When I got the, you know how this works, you get the, hey, I want to be on and everything. I was like, get that chick on my schedule um, because I feel like it'd be fun. I don't mind opposing conversation, but I think when we're working in like, it just powers things up too. And I stinking love your hair. That was the other thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I have a little bit of, um, uh, my hair was that short up until about eight months ago, 12 months ago. And I'm like, oh, I kind of miss it. So, but that's not why you're here. Um, so Kira Paulson, <laughs> would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Because I think you can do a better job than I can. I could read off the sheet, but it's so much yeah. better to come live. Well, I'm so happy to be here. We've already laughed more in the last 10 minutes than I have in like two days. So I'm okay. feeling good. Um, my name is Kira Polson. I am a mother to five wild, beautiful, amazing children. I also am a spiritual entrepreneur coach and I own Freedom House Publishing Co., which is a publishing house for women. And we publish books of light, of healing, of hope, of awakening. And I love it. I'm also the host of the Awaken podcast. Which you guys have to go listen to. Um, and not that I can really tell you what to do, but I'm telling you what to do. Uh, because I was sharing with Kira before. I always listen because, you know, things have to line up. It's my podcast. I get to say who's on. Um, so I'm listening and it was so like a cleansing. I felt like, okay, I feel like sometimes in this work, you can feel like the odd duck. Like not yeah. that that bothers me. I think that's brilliant. Um, but sometimes it can be a little lonely and you yeah. can feel like, okay, I'm asking everybody to do this. I must do this stuff myself. But then when you're running a business, that stuff tends to go to the back, like, hello, meditation. What's that? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so the walk with the dog in the morning lately is the meditation. So I appreciate you coming on, bringing your wisdom, um, your light, um, and, like I said, the Awaken podcast, it's a breath of fresh air. It, it really is. And I love that a couple of the episodes I heard silly play and all of that in there. And I'm like, yes, yes, because this raises frequency and we're just too stinking serious. And then you, one of your lines, I'm going to give you your own line back to you. Um, at the end of one, it said, uh, I didn't write down the beginning of it, but it was, something along the lines of those who walk as a leader of light. Mm. And I was like, oh, I love that. I love <laughs> that. Uh, because, you know, we're shining. We're, if we're lining up with our light, whatever our light is, it just goes out exponentially and it can touch so many. So um, it lit me up. I would love to ask you your experience because I know you work with women and I know you tap into this energy field that's happening. I have felt like a little kid in, I, it's bigger than a candy store, um, this last week because I'm seeing so much explosion of people. Now, they're not loving it as much as I am, but they're coming, you know, clients are coming in and ones that you have, I've been working with for a while are saying, okay, Vic, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. I need to bring me into the world. And I'm wondering, are you seeing an uptick in that? Yes, I am. I I love it. I, I call it like crack energy. So I kind of love that you kind of said this earlier when we were chatting before. Like, I do feel it's like this 
it's like a quickening. It's like more energy. I shouldn't have this much energy. I, you know, like I'm raising five kids, I'm running two businesses and there's just this massive energy that I feel. And I've been seeing it in my clients. Uh, like all of a sudden, like this last week, women are, they're finally launching their coaching programs. They're finally getting their book out. They're finally getting their uh, retreats alive. Like it's like something shifted in the last 10 days where things we've been working on for a long time, all of a sudden it was like, whoop, and it all just started landing in their worlds. And all right, that doesn't get better than that so far. And, and I agree. For frame of reference, I'm nodding my head when you said last 10 days, we're recording this on September 23rd. So mm -hmm. when it goes out, if you can, those listening kind of retrospectively, look at your, your calendar, feel back into it and say, oh, I think I did feel that. I actually looked up Mercury retrograde because I get jazzed during Mercury, Mercury retrograde. So I'm like, I got to look this up and see what this is. And then I realized this is, I call it my contact high, you know, so crack words. <laughs> uh, there is this empathic response to when I think when people tap into that about themselves and sure there's a process there's an unearthing there's a discovery there's sometimes I don't know what I want to do of course I get excited when people say that but they don't always get excited so that but there can be this I think wave that we can all ride and and use to power collectively like not in that competition thing but in hey what are you doing <laughs> that sounds really cool. Yeah. So you just uh, you just finished a retreat, did you not? I did. Yeah, well, I think it was it was uh, like a week and a half ago. We got back, so so much fun. <laughs> well, I would love for you to share because the definition of your retreat is like, oh yeah, yeah, that's totally how I would do it. <laughs> um, so I'd love for you to share. I think a few components, not only the fun, but what happens as a result of allowing yourself to have fun, being in this collective energy, like whatever you want to share, go ahead and share. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I feel like people sometimes need permission. And yeah. if that can come through, well, we can do it that way instead of this intensive, mm -hmm. um, then cool, I'm, I'm on board. So give us a rundown. Well, so I will say one of the things that I'm really good at is fun. Like, uh, that's where I soar as a mom is I have a lot of fun. We That's how I play. And fun is like a big piece to my life. And what I think happens for a lot of women is whether they're moms or not moms, whether they're working full time or not, fun just really wasn't like allowed or taught. It wasn't like, kid, hey, you're going to grow up and you're going to be this woman. You're going to have so much fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, Not really like the context that we were given. And so a big part of my retreats are like, we're going to have fun. We're going to go and we like totally it was super dangerous and fun all at the same time, which I think sometimes danger feels fun. Absolutely. Like, like the sun was setting and we're like hiking back in the woods and it's like turning dark. And we land in this like hidden hot springs and we're using our lights from our phones. We're eating our pizza on the ground and we're like letting the waterfall hit our third, you know, our third eye, our crown, like cleaning our bodies. Like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. The moon's rising. And it's like, oh my gosh, like this is what we're supposed to be doing in life. We're supposed to be having fun. But then I also really am deeply spiritual. So, I mean, it's like, requirement for everyone I work with, for everyone who comes to my retreats, like the first hour of the day is sacred space. Like go meet with the divine, do your healing work, chant, 
journal. Like we don't start until you start. Like this is how we begin. And so the, the retreat is really a lot of like lots of spiritual work, lots of healing work, lots of like stepping into your future self work, like meeting your divine self, your future higher self. And also I'm like a total tech geek. So we spend a lot of time in funnels. We spend a lot of time in emails. We spend a lot of time in landing pages and building Kajabi courses. And, and so it's like all the things, right? Like we, we can be these super powerful business women who are spiritual beings, who are healers, who are light leaders, who also are silly and fun. And I remember just like, we were just driving home from the hot springs. And one of the girls, Cammy, throws this like 1995 music playlist. And we were like singing No Scrubs. And it was like, oh, the 17 year olds in us got to come back out. And so it was like, oh my gosh, this is my dream retreat where we like, build funnels, we get crap done, but we dance, we sing, we fun it up. And we also like do everything very spiritual. I just don't think like, there's like, no one has that recipe in the world. Everyone's like, you gotta be this or that. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. Um, oftentimes my clients, I work with a lot of you know, movers and shakers. And when I ask them, well, where's the fun? I don't feel any zippity doodah. And, and they're looking at me like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I'm not kidding you. You know, you can be irreverent and have reverence at the same time. Like they can coexist. And I mean, I truly believe that the soul is joy energy. It's, it's it, being human is hilarious and has its moments, right? So the more that we recognize that everything almost needs to co coexist, it needs to be that the word integrated got way overused, but there is this collaboration between soul and human that we're here to do. So of course, having fun and bringing that fun back to well, what do you fundamentally want to do in the world? <laughs> like, <what do> you... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like, what do you, you, you can't bring the best of you if there's not some lit up part that's just a little bit silly. And it, it's not that you have to be that in your everyday work life, but if that is zipping through you, you're going to bring that energy to whatever you're offering. And like, when I work with people with intuitive development, I'm like, the spirit world are a bunch of nut jobs. Like we've been taught and so serious, you must sit in Om, which I love, love a good chant. Um, and Kirtan, oh, uh, send me way off into the, into the stratosphere. But this blending of, there's a message for women to be it all, but to embrace all of us, I think gets missed at mm. some point. And, mm. um, there's a lot of embracing the wounded child. So can we embrace the childlike as well? Mm. Mm. You know, so yeah. we could toss it back and forth. So, well, I feel like, you know, we do here, you can be it all, but it is interesting, but it's like, we hear it as like, okay, yeah, you can be it all. You can like be, have the perfect body and you can run your business and you can be a mom and you can make all this money and you can be this perfect wife. And you're like, no, like, that's actually not what it means. It's like, you can be it all. Like, you can be the one who's bawling and crying, who's an emotional mess, who's also like a badass businesswoman, who's also a spiritual guru, who also like, you can be like, let's 
embrace all the pieces inside of us and not have this crazy perfectionism that we're living into, you know? Yeah. And, and the irony there being that when that allowing, at least I found in myself and, and with others, like when that allowing of, oh, I can, there's this pressure that just goes, yeah. and falls away. So it's not adding to the list as, as much as it is kind of relaxing into all of you, your limitlessness. Um, and then, you know, having spirit work with you and not working so dang hard at it. Yeah. So the, the playfulness, like when people would come to me and there's, you hold the space. I mean, you hold a healing space, of course, but one of the things I use a lot of is humor and because it raises energy, but it can also pop you out of the story. Um, and when, you know, I, I was a medium for quite a long time. That's what I, a lot of my work was, was giving messages from those who croak. And I would say it that way. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, they, they don't have a problem with being alive in a different form. Like there's no problem here. And, you know, so I, I like to think I've helped people, you know, and not made this whole disregard the spirit process, but and I don't know why I'm going off on that tangent, but to, because I think the body, mind and soul part of it, like that's a tagline that's everywhere, but who, until you learn it, knows how to bring that soul mm. space in. So that's why I was excited to have you on. Um, <laughs> I mean, you just have to tell me to shut up. I want to talk. I love this. <laughs> but there are so many people, I think, people in general, like all the peeps, but opening up to their inner love is how I'm like feeling it. Like it feels to me like there's, it, it needs to be fostered um, and helped along. But like the possibility of loving oneself in, like you said, all of the ooey gooey, like all of it, all of the sparkles and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's your, what's your favorite part about connecting and bringing all of these aspects for, I'd like to hear for Kira first, <laughs> not the businesswoman, but for Kira first, and then to the work and everything, like what's your favorite part of having all of this coalesce? That's the word I was looking for earlier. Couldn't find it. I would say I really like working with the divine. Like that's, uh, that's my favorite thing in the world is to receive guidance and to take action on it and to watch pathways open, to feel my angels clear my calendar or bring in the perfect woman or like literally it's just like, it's magic. I, I feel like when we create with spirit, with the divine, when we create with our spiritual team, we get to live a life of magic and I, it doesn't mean that my life isn't hard. I have, you know, five kids, like life is hard. I have three teenagers. Life is hard. And, and I also have a six-year-old who pulls cards with me in the morning and chants. Like I have, there's so much magic in my life and I truly feel like that's why I do what I do because it just brings so much magic and so much joy. And I just love it. Mm. That, that's palpable. I can understand why people are pulled in because there's 
um, an, a trust there that she gets it. There's going to be some days where don't tell me spiritual because I got nothing spiritual here. And then it gets reflected back. Well, actually, that's part of being spiritual. <laughs> Didn't want to lay that on you. But being able to see that there's magic in the challenges, you know, yeah. there's there's amazingness. When my husband was passing, one of the doctors said to me, we can't tell if you're this well adjusted or in denial. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed and then I hugged her and I said, trust me. I know what's going on. I knew years before this happened, I said, but we, I can make this all about me or I can have his last few weeks be freaking amazing and learn mm -hmm. from that too. Mm -hmm. So, um, and they, the nurses loved it because they'd send, you know, the doctors come in and they're all so doctor, doctor, like, and as they leave, like they'd be crying and they're like, she got another one. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> I'm just seeing them as a person. Like they want to fix oh. them and that's not possible. Yeah. Right. So bringing the spiritual into that, what could have been a horrific, you know, drama filled moment. And trust me, I had my moments, but not in front of others. Um, and, or like bring this energy in, bring the divine process. We're all going to croak, like bring this in, have it be something that maybe they share with the next patient. You know, you don't know. Yeah. So the, yeah. the divine working with, I, I feel like sometimes the teaching of spiritual has been in the past that it's this almost unattainable, like it was only available to gurus. Um, when in fact it's the little kid you see laughing his buns off because you know he somebody farted or something. <laughs> if, if that's not divine energy, I don't know what is. <laughs> Flatulence, you know angels are around. <laughs> you just know they are. Yeah. Um, I noticed, and I, I I'm not going to preface it. Um, I noticed you have a book um, about. Um, uh, healing from sexual abuse. Yes. Did I, mm -hmm. I ordered it, but I don't know what the title um, is. So I wonder if you could um, talk a little bit about the process of creating that, because you say you work with authors and, and help them to get to the published place. But that had to be some deep work. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the hidden gifts mm -hmm. uh, within the something trauma. Yeah. Sexual abuse. So you it got helps, it. It helps to have guides. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like they, just, they just poured that in for you. I saw that happen. <laughs> yeah, I call it my Vanna White moment um, because I'll say to them, can you, can you spell it out? Like, spell it out. Uh, and as long as it's there somewhere, I can go get yeah. it. So, yeah. But the process, because people yeah. are, it's, it's deep to write a book, any, any topic, um, and to bring it into fruition. I, and I equate it to childbirth, you know, yeah. and, and releasing that. So can you give us a little bit about that process for you? And then um, I guess the other side of it too, how you work as the publisher. Yeah. 
in that. So that was, that was the first thing I ever did, right? I didn't have a business. I didn't have a coaching business. I didn't have anything. I had just gone through literal hell with all of my trauma memories of being sexually abused as a child. They came up, they came at like full speed and about threw me out. And so I spent a lot of time in EMDR doing therapy work. And, um, and it was like, I was coming out of that. I was still doing therapy, but I was, I just had this, I had this experience where I got an email that said, you should write a book. Or it was like, you should be an author something, right? That was like the tagline, but it was literally like God had sliced it into my heart. And I was like, Oh, what? No, I'm not supposed to be an author, but it was like, it wouldn't go away. It was like, it was just stuck in my heart. Have you, you know what I'm talking about? I do. I do. Like, good. No. <laughs> right like go over there what are you talking about and and yet like it wouldn't be quiet so I began to pray every day what then what book do you want me to write like if I'm supposed to be an author like what is it supposed to be and one day I was driving the kids home from school and I saw from top to bottom because this is how the divine talks to me I see a lot of things visually I saw a cover of a book and I saw it like I was looking at it from the top to the bottom and I saw the words, the hidden gifts within the trauma of sexual abuse. And it was like, I got punched in my gut and I was like, oh, I am not writing that book. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea, but that's not what I'm writing. But then it wouldn't go away. And so I finally just said, okay, I'm going to, and like, really, when I say that I didn't, I had no real spiritual tools at the time. I mean, I've always been spiritual, but I didn't have the tools I have now, but I just got up and I said, all right, God didn't write through my hands. And I really did. I wrote that book very quickly and it was like, it, it uncovered my gifts. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping women bring their books through is it was like the book opened the path. It paved the way. It was the first child. That's really what this was. Like this book birthed all of the amazing work that I get to do now. And it was a collaboration with the divine. And in that process, I was reading a book on how to self-publish and it said, you should start just a small little publishing house. And when I was looking into it, I heard spiritually, you start a publishing house for women. And so I launched it at that point with no business, no nothing. And it sat, it sat for quite a few years until recently, about a year and a half ago, we really ramped it up and that's how Freedom House was birthed. It came through with the book. I love it. Have you ever wondered where your soul is, how you can be in touch with it, how you can use it and communicate with it with your human senses as well as your intuition? I wondered this for a long time and as I practiced and learned how to do it, I have now created a course that you can take that is self-guided along with some live events with me that can help you to connect to your soul as well. And to use this amazing collaboration between your human self and your soul to empower your life, to create what you'd like to have, and most importantly, to be able to feel that you belong, that you are amazing, and then what would you like to do with that in the world? So head on over to the website, vickybaird.com, check it out and sign up, and let me know if you need any help there definitely can feel a, like a pressure. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I've often felt like, like when you're helping kids walk through and go just a smidge faster, because we got to get there, kiddo, like 
chop, chop. Like, that's what I feel like when it's a, oh, no, you are going to do this. Like, at my back, I'm like, I, okay, I, I got it. And, you know, those moments of you, you understand that, yes, this is your process, but it's also coming of you, through you, from you, collaboration with spirit to help others, which has another level of responsibility to it. Yeah. That is often not talked of, I think. And in bringing through and developing intuitive skills, there, there, there must be responsibility. <laughs> I know some people don't agree with that, but um, and accountability to to what you're offering. So I when I saw the title, I, because I've shared on the show before a background and of with sexual abuse and stuff as well. So I was like, I need to read this because I've said that you know that mm -hmm. and work through it the workbook part um because I, i've said that there's a gift in everything and there's learning in everything i don't think there's a lesson i don't think there's somebody handing out lesson plans or anything like that that they're like you must learn that well i meant to i had to go through that in order to learn no you didn't no 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 you didn't but you went through that you didn't have to it wasn't being assigned contrary to this feeling of oh no you will write <laughs> you will because yeah. <laughs> it would have shown up eventually i mean you could have fought it right mm -hmm. but i find arguing with the divine to be <laughs> fruitless <laughs> it's just like right? why why like <laughs> i know headed can you just i i've said can you put the breadcrumbs out like make them gluten-free but just put the breadcrumbs <laughs> out and i'll follow them you know but because sometimes <laughs> you know it's just a little bit too challenging to read all the screens um so that yeah. that process though helped you it did to it did. to release and to then i would imagine get the hands-on experience of helping people to walk through yeah writing a book um and creating the plan and funnels and all that fun stuff <laughs> it I would say that it was my first it really was my first collaboration with the divine and then everything that I do now like everything everything is it's just spiritually guided and so I actually do fight even though I know how ridiculous it is to fight with spirit I know like it's like fruitless but I get these huge I just had a, I don't know if I'm ready to share it yet but I just got a huge yeah. download like 10 days ago and in in light of this energy i'm sure and i was like mm, that's a hell no because <laughs> then it was like okay well how long am i going to be in that space well it's probably time to start moving through it like it, it gives me like a week where i kind of feel like i throw a little tantrum like i can't do that who do you think i am that's the conversation like i can't pull that off mm -hmm. and it's like oh because it's not me i'm just the vessel like, it's not me pulling this off. Like, I could never have started a publishing house by myself. I could have never, like, I have four books being published this month. Like, I could never have pulled that off by myself. But with spirit, everything's possible. And so I have to remind myself when I'm invited to do big things, it's like, oh, you're just the body, Kira. So, like, step out of the way and let's get to work, you know? Well, and, and a very necessary part of the equation um to, but if you didn't have that little bit of resistance i would actually think you were all an ego in speaking from that place <laughs> right yeah. i think when there's a feeling of excuse me mm, no 
no, I think you meant to talk to that other person, even though it excites you, like on some level, yeah, like, totally does. That's such a good idea. Uh, <laughs> who can I get for you? Who, who would you like me to contact? Right? Who's on the list? I'll call him. I'll call him right now. <laughs> but that if you didn't have that little moment of adjustment, even, you know, of allowing it, I think energetically, it needs to become part of the resonance of wherever you are in that moment, right? Because going through the process, of course, you're going to raise your vibration, you're going to learn new things. But in that moment, it's dropping into where you're not quite yet. You know, so it's that future self, right? It's coming attraction or the previews. And you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Um, uh, like okay. My heart is literally like pounding as we talk. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and of the, like, I, I like to, when I get out of my own way, I'll say, oh, wait a minute. It's not for me to figure out. Like, I have to be willing to show up. Yeah. And, and we have to be willing to be the voice and to be the um, respect of spirit yeah. in it and to have that integrous approach, which often means saying no, um, not to spirit necessarily, um, but to, <laughs> to other vessels. You know, like, no, that's not a, of resonance for me. You know, thank <laughs> you. Uh, you know, kind of like pleasure to be nominated, but I'm not going to pick that one up. Um, so <laughs> the the ability to let that sink in is also the trust of spirit, right? Like we're not going to be led in a place of danger, you know, or even a place of I don't even think of it as self-sacrifice thing. I think everything, if you get those, I call them downloads, but that's because we're tech geeks. Um, but <laughs> it, you get that software upgrade yeah. and you're like, I think it might need a new driver. I'm not so <laughs> sure that, that this model <laughs> works there. So how do you, <laughs> so how do you then, cause you listen and then you act on it, acting. Like that's, yes. you can listen, you can get downloads all stinking day long, yeah. but if you're not acting on it. So how do you nourish yourself? Like how does Kara take care of herself, giving so much out to publishing, to your kiddos, to the world, to <laughs> people? She has rabbits. Like, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I had three bunnies and six chickens and two kittens in a week. I'm getting two kittens. Wow. So we live on we live on two acres. So it is just like my little girl inside of me. All of my dreams come true when I walk on my land and like my bunnies follow me and my chickens follow me. And when I chant on my land, no matter where the animals are, they all come yep. to my feet. Yep. What? That's so cool. <laughs> it is. We used to go my uh, I never know what to call him, the, the croaked husband, um, because he's still my <laughs> husband in some regard. Yeah. We didn't get divorced. I'm like, what are you? He was never late. You know, he was always on time. So I can't call him my late husband. You know, that's just <laughs> disrespectful. So so the dude that croaked, we used yeah. to go kayaking and put the Native American chants on and the eagles would come in and I'd be sitting there like, don't claw me. Don't claw me. Wait, trust Archangel Raphael. You are on call, right? <laughs> like, oh, my God. 
And then we were doing this one time at a local lake. Howard actually got close enough to the Eagles to get like this close of a shot. He named one of them Arnold. I still don't know why, but um, and there were other kayakers and those the Eagles dive bomb the other kayakers. And I was like, you've got to stop, guys, stop. It's okay. We're not in danger. Like we had made such a connection and a bubble. Like they were then protecting us. And I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. Oh my God. But yeah, that that wow. is powerful. So then you go out and you you hook up. <laughs> yeah. So that is my that's my nourishment. During the summer, I have a little, I have an aspen grove I planted. So I have 24 aspens and I sit. And we we were so lucky that we got this house. I mean, the land was like destroyed. It hadn't been touched in 20 years. But like we have been able to bring it back to life. And we have this spot where I overlook the mountains and I get to watch the sunrise. And I spend a minimum of an hour every morning in my sacred space. And I do my healing work and I do my praying and I do my chanting and my EFT and heck, all the things. Because otherwise... I, I do burn out real easy. Mm. So it's really, it's like massively essential that I do my sacred space every day. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that you said that because we can get so busy into all of the needs to do and, and to not fill up that energy space. And then um, it's not even about the cup. Like there's no energy store to draw from. And then the connection is um, static. Yeah. Yeah. Not charged. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I encourage people to do, I'm like, you plug your phone in. Like, can we plug you in? Like, can you, in that same time you think, Oh, low battery, Um, you know, go, go plug that little puppy in too. So, Um, and so I'm grateful that that can be reiterated in a way that is like, listen, it's, it's necessary. It's, and it's possible when yeah. sometimes I think people think, oh, that's not, po- I don't have time. That's my favorite excuse. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So let's look at your time. You just introduced a time study. I hope you know that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah. good for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which they love me for. Um, so you have uh, a mastermind group going on I that I want to bring up um, because I, I, I want people to know about it. So, yeah. so what's it about? So it is called Awakening Authors. And <clears throat> it's my privilege and honor to help women bring their books through. And I feel like when it's a book that's of spiritual nature, when it's going to bring light to the world, when it's self-help, it, it comes so loud, like my book did. It comes so loud. It taps you on the shoulder. You know you need to bring it through. And so what I do is I teach women the spiritual tools on how I receive books on how I've helped other women. Like, I, I don't really love the word channel, but that's really what it is. Like, you're channeling this beautiful light through. And I think I don't love it because it's so sacred. And I feel like that word is overused. It is. Do you know what I mean? I, I do know. And, it, and it's been slightly bastardized um, yeah. in it that... People have not done some great work with the word, I'm a channel. Like they'll say, I'm a channel. And it's like, ooh, I don't think you are because (laughs) where you're you might be a VHF like antenna or something. (laughs) But right, right. You're a channel. So you're a, 
you know, you're the, the conduit, the bringer of the bringer of right. the, the vessel. And, and so I help women really bring these messages through, but, but I am so um, committed that they don't just land as books, that these messages actually translate into a successful business. So in this mastermind, I teach them how to take the message and put it into digital courses. Like, let's get it out into the world. How do we take this message? And if coaching is a part of who you are, let's launch a coaching business. Let's launch a podcast. How do we create a really successful business off of this message? Twofold, one, so that these women actually get to do this work. They actually get to be leaders. They don't have to go get a job doing something else. But two, if this message is important, it needs to get into the world. And so the best way is a successful business. Right. I just, one of my uh, clients who I'm going to be referring this, uh, sending this off to, um, to suggest to her, I said that the other day, something along those lines. And I said to her, we have such a great rapport. Well, and I'm a little cheeky sometimes. So I said to her, well, how dare you keep your brilliance to yourself? Yeah. And she's like, what? <laughs> I said, you heard me. You heard me. I said, we don't have to put a billboard out today. Yeah. Like you said, I'm not ready to share. Fantastic. I don't think it needs to be. It needs to be protected and loved and grown and nurtured and fertilized and all that stuff. So that, you know, when it pops up, you're like, there it is. Can I, can <laughs> yes. I show you this? So um, yeah, it sounds like that you have that process, well, it feels like, but it also sounds like you have that process uh, worked in there where, you know, they're going to meet their, their doubts. Yeah. They're, you know, you're going to meet your um, wonders if you're ready for this or not. Um, yeah. But there's a very a phrase I've used with one of my girlfriends for years because she was a big, finally, I finally did this thick. I finally did this. And I said, timely. We timely did it. Mm. Timely did it. Get rid of that judgment. We timely. And I don't care if it was a junk drawer or changed a job or whatever. Timely. Like ease up, chick. Because yeah. um, yeah. the, the idea that what have you accomplished yet? And it's like, were you kind today? Were you kind? You freaking did it. <laughs> right, right. Did it. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then if that message of kindness and wants to go out in some method, well, chop, chop. Um, <laughs> let's bring it, let's bring it to the forefront. So yeah. is there anything you, you'd like to share or anything that feels like it wants to come through? Hmm. I think just this reminder of how much fun it is to be in joyful conversation. Like this was just such a fabulous part of my day. And I think we sometimes get so stuck in seriousness and, and the world is struggling. So it's very easy to get distracted in the suffering of the world. And I think this was just such a reminder of like, oh, just find someone who's going to be in light with you. Who's going to laugh with you. Who's going to hear your dreams, your visions and bring nourishment to your soul. Mm. Well, I'm so grateful that you were available um, and that we could have this conversation, come back anytime, truly anytime, any subject matter. I would be thrilled because the energy that gets created, um, I, I love the ripple effect. It was <laughs> the one book I did self-publish, like the ripple was on there because of the ripple effect. So somebody's walking, listening to this or driving or something, and they felt that, I hope, little lift of joy um, to recognize that, yeah, life has stuff. It does. But that's a gift, too. 
you know, because you, you build that muscle stronger. So I really appreciate you being here uh, and wish you well with all your, um, your endeavors and your kiddos and your animals and your thank you aspen thank you. And everything that's growing there. <laughs> so, thank you so much if this is something you feel would be beneficial to you feel free to pop on over to the website vickybaird.com v-i-c-k-i-b-a-i-r-d.com or at coach vicky baird on all the social platforms